enlighten me Bitch, I be a boss, I got the sauce, no point in fighting me Demons leave them torch, I run my kingdom, call me sire We never taking L's, only lessons No, we never counting fails, only blessings Never stressing I said enlighten me I be a boss, I got the sauce, no point in fighting me Gang, they hyping me, rightfully I am stable, I am able, I am wealthy Full of health, on the rise, I got the belt You got a problem? Check yourself, bitch I'm hanging, I'm not, you know, putting a rope around my neck today <laughs> Not today at least, right? <laughs> not today <laughs> I think that's, a, that's, a, that's like a day-to-day -day thing for most people in the industry yeah. Every other day, it's like, oh, God, like today was like sort of like a day where I'm just like, oh, God, I just got to get out of the funk, you know? It just comes once in a it, while. The funk just comes. Yeah. I'm in a mode lately where I just, I hate everybody. You hate everybody? Today. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, like a, like a day, like once in a while yeah. type thing. Yesterday, mm -hmm. loved everyone. Yes. Talking to strangers. Hey, how you mm -hmm. doing? So nice to see you. Don't it's know so you. It's so weird yeah. how like somebody like can just text you or call you and you go, why? Why, why even? And it's like one of your best friends. You're like, why are you doing that today? Yeah. Why would you even think about talking to me today? Uh, yeah. Or people who leave you voicemails. Like my mom leaves me voicemails a mm -hmm. lot and I don't appreciate that on some days. And then some days I'm like, oh, it's so cute that she does that. Some days you get... The vo like you just need a voicemail. First off, I never check my voicemails. So if I see somebody calls and it says new voicemail, usually I miss the call because I just wasn't available or I just didn't want to talk. If somebody calls me, there's about ninety percent chance that I'm not going to answer. Yeah, I see it and I understand. Like, eh. I let it go to voicemail and then later on I remember there's a voicemail and then yeah. I get to go check it when I'm like feeling like you know feeling good for it. What's that meme that's like, it was like a text that somebody sent and it said, hey, are you in a good space right now to receive some bad news? If someone fucking <laughs> texted me that, I would shoot them. Mm -hmm. Not a chance in hell. I'd be like, no, why don't you go tell somebody else, man? But you know, that's the thing though too is like, I try and be sympathetic. I feel like you're this, this kind of person too. You try and listen to people's problems, blah, blah, blah. But then when I go to talk about my own problems, I feel like everybody else has got so much of their own problems going on that I'm like, I'll just keep it to myself. Maybe you're not that part of it, but like I'm you're, not you're, that part of it. You're the I, nice person. I will right? blab all day long about myself, oh, okay. but I literally everybody tells me their problems. I could be yes, that's kind of what I meant. In an elevator, and some lady will open up to me about how her husband's dying of cancer. I swear to God, that happened last week. Really? Yes. What for? Like 15 seconds? Uh, it was a 30 like, second ride. Oh God! Did you guys get to the bottom of it? I was just like, Did I'm you so sorry, ma'am. I, I mean, no, I didn't. What was I going to solve in 30 seconds? I mean, I offered her compassion. I was like, do you want a hug? And she was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> she just was randomly just telling you. And you're like, so yeah, do you I, want to talk about it? She's like, no, no, just need it. Maybe she just wanted to get off her chest to a random stranger. I think so. But people do this to me all the time. They yeah. tell me their problems. Yeah. They ask me dating advice. I, I, it's so crazy. You do seem like a person that I would go to for dating advice. Really? Oh, that's so nice. You have like a like a dating advice like column look. <laughs> In a good way. What does that in mean? In a good way. Like in a good way. Because I'm wearing a colorful blazer. I think it's the, honestly, I think it's the blazer. I think I'm just, I just see you in this purple blazer. I'm like, man, I should actually talk to her. I got a couple things I need to figure out. Are you dating someone right now? No more. Oh, no more. No more. I was sort of seeing somebody for a little bit and then, yeah, that's not happening right now. There's a few months, but you know what? I think for me, I'm pretty like, as I was saying about like my problems and stuff, I'm pretty guarded i guess i'm pretty resistant to like opening up so when i do allow that opportunity to happen it could be it could we could have been seeing each other for two weeks but once i go open that door up then it just you know it's real so do you think you ended it because you didn't want it to get real were you afraid to open up no i didn't even i wasn't the one who ended it oh 
It was the other way around. But it was like a weird kind of amicable thing. And then we both were sad after. <laughs> oh. It's confusing, right? I mean, this is going to be longer than the 30-second elevator ride. Just because you're sad after you made a decision doesn't mean it's the wrong one. I 100% agree with that. Because if you think about it, you know, you're spending time with this person when you're dating. You essentially become best friends because, mm -hmm. I mean. That's what it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. So then you have, it's like you are experiencing this absence of a person who was there all the time or who mm -hmm. you had access to all the time, you know? Yeah, just somebody who was always there to listen or right. talk to or you check in with throughout the day. There's something about that. Right. So, of course, like <clears throat> that could be the part that's making you sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, I'm not even, I'm good. You just put, <laughs> no. <laughs> you just put words in my mouth, right? I'm just, I'm sitting here just telling you what happened. No, you're I know just, you're good. I know you're good. Look at me. I'm freaking chilling. My, yeah, you can take off whatever you want. The only reason I Whoa, have the, the podcast this yeah, Gerardo is gonna tip you with ones. All right, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> be the what about like welcome to uh, comedian strip poker? Do you think you could ever be a stripper? Um, no. You couldn't do it. I yeah. don't think I could do it because yeah. I get too pissed off. Yeah. At people in general. So if some man wanted to like. I don't know Grab what. Grab your leg. Yeah, yeah. If they did anything like that, I think mm -hmm. I would kick him in the mouth. And I don't think you can do that if you're a stripper. They should have those strip clubs like that, though. I'm not a big strip club guy. I don't really like to go to them. I just, there's just something about it. I just can't. I got a lot yeah. of friends. I've gone a couple times. Yeah. And whenever I go, I'm like, I'm a, I just, you just always waste money. Yeah. You leave horny. You leave horny. You, I mean, just, yeah, because they don't let you bang in there. There's some that, that definitely do. <laughs> It's not for me, you know? Rather like Yeah, of course, of course. Connect. But they should have strip clubs where the women can just fight back, you know? They just like hit you. They like if, if a guy just like cuz the way the men are in there. They just like put their hand on their thighs and, like, I, See, yeah, I would ha put up with that for about 0.5 seconds yeah. before I But then you'd probably make the most tips because all the guys would be like she's she's the tough one. <laughs> right. She's the hard one to get to. I don't know. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, you know what? You're a good soul. Do you think I have a good soul? I really do. I've always loved you so much, but you you like to connect with people. I do I, like to connect with people. I don't think a lot yeah. of LA men could connect. say the same. Yeah, you know what? Or it's just you kind of feel a bit like you, you're not supposed to say it. You know? You're supposed to be this tough, bro-y. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's also like LA is so weird to me because there's every single part of town is like almost like a different... Yeah. Like body of people. Like yeah. Venice versus Hollywood. Those are almost two different states. It re they really are. Mm -hmm. I live in Santa Monica. and You do? I don't ever see my West Hollywood friends anymore. I, yeah, I thought you were in WeHo, so you moved. I moved to Santa Monica oh, okay. in August. Oh, I'm West Side too. I'm, I'm like right by Culver City. We're neighbors. We can hang out in Mar Vista. Like today I went down to the beach and meditated for like a little bit. I'm starting the podcast a little differently now. Okay. I'm going to say... One thing that happened to you this week that was like the peak of your week, and okay. then one thing that was like a shit part of your week. Oh, all right. There's lots of stuff happening, but I don't know if there's anything like super peaky. I mean, I meditated today, and like I've been trying to do that like every day now, which has just been a very good. Oh, could the Sunday count? Yeah. Okay, cool. Then you can Sunday, even pick something from last week if you wanted. I would. I'll go with Sunday. That's okay. part. That's the beginning. That's part of, the week. of this week. Yeah. Okay. So Sunday, I did like a little self care day. I don't think I've ever really done that before. And you know what? I love that. It was beautiful. <laughs> I love that. I went to the beach. I had a script to read, so I went down there with an iPad. I went and got like breakfast or lunch first at this bar. Then like uh, right on the beach at the uh -huh. Whaler, if you know the Whaler. Yeah. 
I got a beer there. I had just got, for some reason, I only ordered one egg and fruit. They probably thought I was a psychopath at the bar. <laughs> I would have thought you were a psychopath. <laughs> just, but Nothing looked good. I was like, I'll do an egg and fruit. And he was like, uh, All right. That is a basic white bitch order. Basic white bitch, <laughs> very much so. And then I went down to the beach and I just spread a blanket out and then I uh, I read the script and yes. meditated again. And then I looked, this is going to sound so lame, but I looked at the clouds and like looked at them for like over an hour. I just laid on my back and just stared at the clouds. And it was just like, first off, I just never really knew what clouds were. <laughs> like, what? I looked so, I mean, I know it's like water vapor, but when I really looked, I go, wow, it just really is just vapor. It just did, feels like it's supposed to be like this big puff ball. Did you smoke weed on your? I did smoke day. a little bit of weed. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a tiny, tiny little bit. Yeah, so that was really nice. It was, it was great. And then I came back to my house and I watched a movie. I just didn't really do besides reading the script, which was kind of work. I didn't really yeah. do any work that day, and it was, that it was is, lovely. That is beautiful. I know. And now I get self care. Yeah. What I, a day. I think people. Like, in their mind, they think, like, self-care means, like, getting a massage or mm-hmm. something, like, intricate. But it can a really— A face mask. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But it can be simple as just spending the day by yourself. Yeah, which I'm I'm very much an extrovert, but I also, like, am, like, realizing that I do have, like, a lot of introvert qualities. Because I used to, when I was young, I would spend hours inside. I was, like, a big—I loved to draw. That was, like, my main thing. Oh my so I have—my mom has all my sketchbooks. I think she has, like, 25 sketchbooks under her bed. Oh, and I just so sit cool. inside and draw all day. I ended up going to school, like, into college for, like, art. But I would sit there that's and just cool. draw all day. And once I get lost in that, which I'm kind of doing because I write now as well, I get lost in the writing. So I'm finding out that these are kind of little, like, introvert parts of my life. And when yeah. I stop doing those for—if I'm doing too much stand-up or, like, too much acting, whatever it is, then I just never really realized what I was missing before. And now I'm like, oh, maybe it's just a little bit of alone time that I never thought that I used to need, but I was doing it without even really knowing it, just by working. Do you think that the pandemic <clears throat> helped you realize how much of an introvert you were? A hundred percent, because once the doors opened back up, you know, I was like sad. <laughs> I kind of missed COVID, like yeah. the bad part, because it was really nice to sit inside as a stand-up. I was out every night, as you were too, like mm-hmm. five nights a week, six nights a week. And then once the pandemic hit, I was like, I can cook dinner. Yeah. I can stay home and cook. This is crazy. And I would just start like staying in, was like watching movies, yeah. doing whatever I wanted to do on the house. Yeah. Uh, I started getting really into like cleaning. And I mean, I'm super like OCD. I like love to organize. I'm like, this is sick. I'm going to go buy more bins. And I was like, <laughs> Organizing my closets. It was really nice. You're like, I just got super into cleaning. I was really <laughs> dirty before the pandemic. Oh, before the place. You can't even see it, you know, before Didn't the pandemic. I myself. <laughs> yeah. I learned about showering. That was crazy. <laughs> I kind of relate to that because I think I am an introverted extrovert and mm-hmm. didn't also realize it till recently. Which part? The introvert part? Yeah. The extrovert, the introvert yeah, part? because yeah. I'm I'm very outgoing. I like yeah. to talk to people all day long. I get more energized when I'm around other people. Definitely. But I paint and I write. I did know you and painted. I'm That's spending right. a lot more time writing now than yeah. I ever have. Yeah. So I'm pretty much by myself all day. My boyfriend at his job, he interacts with hundreds of people all day long, on the mm-hmm. phone, constantly. So when he gets home, he wants nothing to do with any conversations. Mm-hmm. He does not want me to ask about his day because he's been talking to people all day long. And I have been by myself in a cave yeah just like (laughs) twiddling around and so i'm ready to engage in conversation i'm like somebody talk to me yeah we had had to like you know obviously figure out a pattern to get into now we're good with the pattern what did you guys do what did you switch i find more 
people to talk to throughout the day. <laughs> so, He's like, you need to get some other people to I hang out with. Like, go, yeah. So, <laughs> but, but then there's some days where I'm on on set where mm-hmm. there are hundreds of people. But even it's so lonely as an actor sometimes on set mm-hmm. because you're yeah. not really talking to that many people. You're yeah. doing your scene, which mm-hmm. yes, you have to exert a lot of energy for that, but. During yeah. the downtime, you're not talking to anybody. You're just like, I've learned now, bring books. Yeah. Like, make sure I have games on my phone yeah. that don't need internet. Because sometimes you're just like out in the desert. Oh my God, yes. And so make sure that the game is just like, a, I've looked at this one game called, oh, what's it called? It's like Word something. And I'm on like on level like 380 now. And you I just like that. try to like find words with. Oh, that's cool. It is. I don't really play that many games cool. on my phone, but maybe I should start. That one is more of like a word game. You know, it's like a, I don't know. It's, it's like hard a for problem me to, solving puzzle game. It's hard for me to bring my writing on set though, because once I get started on something yeah. and I'm in it's it, hard to block it's out. Yeah. so hard to take myself out of it. Yes. And I'll get so pissed off and I'm like, wait, I'm not done writing yet. Yeah, what yeah, do you, yeah. need, you need me for the scene? Yeah. Can't you guys push me till the end of the day? Yeah. I'm really on a streak right now. <laughs> and they're like, no, girl, with no co star with two lines. We can't do that. <laughs> You're just like a dead body they're like yeah. and you're like no you know i'm gonna need about 15 more for this body scene <laughs> no but yeah I mean, that's that's good that you guys figured it out too you know what i yeah. mean it's like it's that's that's especially with somebody being gone all day it's like you guys are the opposite schedule the opposite schedule so you just needed to and figure he, that part back but out. he's super introverted like oh, he is. all the way introverted i mean if he goes to a social thing yeah he can be extroverted he's an an extroverted introvert I'm introverted extrovert. Does that make sense? I think that's what I am then, right? Because yeah, I prefer yes. to be extroverted, but I need the introversion. But you need the introvert, yes. Is it introversion? Introvert, yeah, I guess. I need to be introverted. Okay. I'm a huge proponent of going out to eat by yourself, though. I actually, I, you know, I did that on Sunday. Yeah, I know, that. that's why I said that. I did it twice, I just yeah. realized. Oh, you did it twice? Yes, because I got, I got lunch, breakfast, whatever, brunch, I guess, on a Sunday. And then when I left the beach, I was like, I'm going to get a big old burrito. And I went, and, but I also I like, it. you know, the weird part about that, because I've done it before one time, but I feel like yeah. a huge loser. It's that you need to be doing it for yourself. And like, if you go out there and you're thinking like, oh, I look like I'm such a dumbass sitting here eating a burrito alone. Then you look like a dumbass because people see you like <laughs> looking around. You're like, anybody, does, does yeah. people think I'm here alone? <laughs> or if you like reach for your phone and you're just like ferocious. Or you just keep waving or... at the bathroom. You're like, honey, I'm over. You're just going to, okay, <laughs> honey. Okay. And then, um, she's in the bathroom. She's been, she's taking a seven hour shit. <laughs> She'll be back in a while. Oh, my God. But yeah. if you don't care, if you're just out there yeah. for yourself, then you look badass. Have you ever seen a dude just sitting alone at a bar having a beer and you're like, that guy's sick as hell? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. It's very attractive quality in a mm-hmm. person when they can just go somewhere by themselves and like have the confidence to just like sit there. I was just talking to somebody today who's like, I'm going to Hawaii tomorrow. And I go, oh, awesome. For what? She's like, just going for four days. And I was like, oh, nice. Who are you going with? And she's like, solo. I love that. And she does that all the time. A solo trip to Hawaii? Uh, I went to India. Sick. Alone? I went to India by myself. I knew you went. I didn't know you'd gone for alone. eight weeks. Eight weeks? Yeah. By yourself? You must yeah. have made a lot of friends, of course. I did. And I stayed with a family friend in mm-hmm. their guest house. So I knew their family, but a lot of them spoke very broken English. Yeah, I was going to say, it must have been scary to get around. It really kind of was. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, it was I, only supposed to be a four-day trip, but I was lost for seven weeks. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to get home. I got and... mauled by a camel. What? Oh, fuck yeah. Did it hurt? Well, my friend was like, you can't go anywhere by yourself. And I was like, I'm an independent woman. I can do whatever I want. Immediately I, gets attacked by a camel. Immediate, I was like, well, I wanted a Diet Coke. And I, mean, I, I have no idea where the story's going. Okay, let's keep, let's I wanted a going. Diet Coke. He's like, you can't walk outside and just get a Diet Coke. And I was like, why the fuck not? You can do that in America. Why can't you do it here? And uh-huh. he's like, 
you don't understand. People will attack you. They've never seen a white person before, A. And B, there's like random animals coming around. Like you're, you're going to get hurt. And I was like, ah, oh, like I'm good. Walked outside, walked down the street to get a Diet Coke. I mean, literally across the street was where I was walking. Not two seconds and a camel comes like trotting. I don't know. Do camels trot? I never even seen one before. Trot, I've run. been attacked by no, it's one. It's like trotting, mauls into me. I mean, and camels, they kind of go like a little slow. But this camel, it felt like it was going fast. I don't know if it was I like was waiting just, behind a building. I don't know if it was like the sand, the dirt, or what it was. But I, I literally looked up and there was a camel like in like my face. What did he do? He headbutted you, or what did he yeah, do? Yeah, he kind of headbutted me. Good God! Did he bite you? He didn't bite me, but he slobbered all over me. He spit. So yeah. That, so it's true. Camels be spit. Yeah, and you know, there's like random mm. cows walking around. Yeah, because it's like a sacred animal over there, right? Yeah. They so don't, people they just let them go. Yeah, they don't eat red meat, it, oh, it, but they don't just man. let those go. Like there's like monkeys, there's elephants. I mean, it is a wild. It sounds place. dangerous. Parts of it are. Parts of it are. Yeah. Uh, it was. I'll say. I think that everyone should travel alone before mm -hmm. they turn 30 or in their 30s, mm -hmm. like just before they're about, like I was 29 when I went and I yeah. feel like that's a good enough age where you're not an idiot, like a 22 year old. Like if I would have gone yeah. to India by myself at 22, I definitely would have got my ass killed. Mm -hmm. You'd be in like Liam Neeson land but, right now. Ex yeah. Like my dad would have had to have flown over there. Actually, you know what? I don't even know if my dad would have done that. I think he'd have been like, fuck you. You're on your own. He's like, I have a specific set of skills <laughs> and I don't, I don't forget how to do them. <laughs> I'll be here. Please call me. Please call me. For, my daughter I was talk. like mature enough to where I could figure shit out on my own and get around. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't like too settled in to my life to where I needed to like come back for like kids or like mm -hmm. a husband yeah. or whatever. You know you what I mean? just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. Just I could go with the flow. One way trip. Get, get your return whenever you want. Yeah. yeah. I went over there for work. And then just ended up staying. I mean, I was working the whole time I was there. Oh, wow. But so I wasn't just like flailing around you for eight just, like, weeks in India. You were just looking for Diet Cokes for eight weeks. <laughs> no. like, I haven't found one yet. I keep getting attacked by camels. This is ridiculous. No, I was there for work, but I ended up like doing some traveling and it it was an incredible experience. I learned so much about myself. I, I felt like I was like on my eat, pray, love bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, just you really just discovered your, uh, your true self over there. I really did. I really that feels did. good. But some people don't really get a chance to do that. Yeah. Some I, people just meander through life and you're like, I don't even know who I am. It, I, yeah. I, I think my advice to people who are wanting to travel alone mm -hmm. would be fucking do it. Just say yes. To like whatever opportunity comes in your lap. I almost didn't go because I was like, you know, I was honestly afraid that I was going to miss out on an acting opportunity. Yeah. That, you know, HBO was going to come knocking on my door two weeks after I and left. Honestly, though, that shit happens. <laughs> it doesn't like, happen to all the, the time. The second you leave, all of a sudden they're like, are you available for this thing? And you go, man, I haven't worked in, what, four months? Right. And all of a sudden I leave and you guys want to give me the biggest opportunity yet? Yes. I can't do it. So that was the drawback. That was what was holding me back. And I just was like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do it. You Whatever. Just I, I love just, that. I just went with it and just did it. That's awesome. I also like how you said people should do it before they're 30. And then I think you saw my face go like, oh, shit, I'm Yo, past well, that. And you went, or in your 30s yeah. as well also <laughs> works. <laughs> you immediately just like caught. Oh, I no, know, or I 50, 70, like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Just go by yourself. Well, uh, well yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is exactly what, <laughs> is what that I did. What you saw? <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Like, I knew you saw my <laughs> eyes go, oh, fuck, man. I don't know if I, I can't go back in time. I guess I'm screwed. No, but I've gone I just, places alone, just like yeah. Applebee's. <laughs> Have Before. you ever picked up anyone from Applebee's? No, but I'm pretty, I'd say I'm pretty damn good at like meeting people at 
not just specifically at Applebee's, but yeah. like at places like that. Yeah. You know, I think it's like the Midwest in me. And yeah. especially, I'm like very comfortable anywhere that has pictures of food on the menu. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I miss I that. It. You go into like, and, and no restaurant in Los Angeles has the picture. It, I'm except like, for sushi restaurants. Like, which like, always look horrible. <laughs> Why does every photo of sushi in a me- like menu look like it's wet? Like they like just squirted it and it's like melting and you're like. Ew. And it looks like they printed it off on computer paper and they're like, let's just laminate it. I don't they know. Did. It's yeah. exactly right. Or if you go to an Applebee's or a Chili's, Chili's. you have beautifully crafted <laughs> amazing photography i mean that person was like we really got to make sure that this beef looks good and they make it look really nice it's probably fake beef my mom used to make me go to ruby tuesday every Ooh. sunday after church when i was a kid uh-huh. and i hated that place i don't think i've ever eaten at ruby tuesday but i've always had the question why in california and socal does ruby tuesdays have a monopoly on the end of the pier restaurants like, I think there's, like, seven piers I've seen that really? have a Ruby Tuesdays at the end. <laughs> yeah, used to, I used to live in Huntington Beach, and they had a Ruby— t- I'm like, I've never even eaten here. How are they getting all these nice spots my, right in the, in the ocean? My mom liked it because they had a salad bar. Oh, yeah. But it's like the lettuce has been sitting there for four days. Oh, dude. The croutons not... are, like, rock hard. You're going to break your tooth off if you bite into a crouton. 100%. I mean, it, and then Gnarly. the dressing is just, like, mayonnaise. Yeah, mayonnaise and, with a little bit of water. They're like, we need to, we need to yeah, really sp- split this and like, let's, you know, let's double down. So, so we have enough. I guess, sorry, anyone listening to this who works at Ruby Tuesdays. We have um, a lot of Ruby Tuesdays listeners. Yeah, yeah, it's my main audience actually. That's, that, that would be so sick if this was like specifically for Ruby Tuesdays. This podcast. <laughs> no, but like, I fuck with some chilies. Chilies is good. I went to Shakey's the other day for the first time. Was it Shakey's? Shakey's, right? It was over. It's in Inglewood, right next to the stadium. We they don't. The, they don't have that in the south where I'm from. Well, I didn't have it either. It's my first time going. Oh. And I got to say, it not great. Oh. Well, I don't know. I, I, was, I thought I was fine, but my roommate was there, and he was like, what do you, he's, he was going to get, like, I mean, just, just go safe and get, like, a burger. I think I got a burger or something like that. And then he goes, uh, the girl was kind of, like, cute who was working, and oh. his guard's always down the second that happens. I mean, all of us. But he goes, oh, what would you recommend? She's like, well, the salmon's really good, the salmon and the shrimp. And I went, don't do it. Don't do it. And no. he got it. And he had to he had to choke it down because he was like he could see her and he's no. like, no seafood at a chain restaurant is no, never man. okay. Don't do it. Be no. careful. Be careful. No. It's wet. It's but still the- wet. It still has not died. Oh my god! Know. Like at Red Lobster, how they have the lobster. I've never been to Red Lobster either. in the aquarium. There's nothing scarier. Lobsters and crabs, I feel so bad for because they have to be alive when you cook them, or else they like they I, po- get po- they're poisonous. Unpopular opinion: I don't like lobster. I'm not a big lobster guy either. I think it tastes weird. I think there's too much butter always. It, it tastes like it tastes bitter to me. Mm. I don't know why. I just I don't like lobster. Probably the only person in America besides well you too. I don't. It's not that I dislike it. It's just that I'm not like I don't seek it out. Everyone always gets king crab legs and like all these big lobster tails and I'm just like eh. There's yeah. also not that much in there. Once you crack the tail open, it's mostly tail. Yeah, and you got to, like, work for it. I don't want to mm-hmm. have to work for my fucking food. Yeah, you got to put a bib on. I'm paying you. Mm-mm. Shuck. Or is that what you do? Like, take yeah, you the lobster it. out of <laughs> the tail. <laughs> no, you got, like, a spe- like a special little, you there's, know, like, special cutlery. And listen, nothing pisses me off more uh-huh. than when I order a salad with shrimp in it, and the shrimp has the fucking tail on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a $34 salad. At one of the nicest restaurants in LA, and you're gonna leave a tail on the I think that what you know that it's real. You know that it used to be able to swim. They're like, look at this little flipper on it, huh? Like, please take the tail off my shrimp because I'm like, you know, because then and then they give you a butter knife to cut it with. 
Yeah. And, and you're like, but you know, doing if you grab it, it and you eat it and you kind of pull on the little little tail tip, it just slides right out. Honestly, I'd have a lot of respect for a person if I like had a business meeting with them and they yeah. were eating a shrimp salad and they just like put the whole shrimp on their mouth and like ate the tail like it was no big deal. For some reason, I thought you were gonna say if somebody <laughs> had a business idea where they would go to restaurants and pull the tails <laughs> off of your shrimp whenever it came out. So like, no, we're we're not part of this company. We actually have our own little establishment. Oh my god, like, so wacky. Oh so wacky. Okay, you said you're really good at <sighs> meeting people just like pretty much anywhere, which doesn't surprise me at all about you. What would you recommend? Like, what advice could you give somebody mm -hmm. who like has social anxiety who wants yeah. to meet people at a party and who isn't as active as, as you outgoing. are yeah well i would say that we all have that i i do as well mm -hmm. i and i think honestly weirdly enough i think stand-up has brought that on more after doing it for so long because you're so uh vulnerable on stage you're so open that mm -hmm. i think when you get off someone's like sometimes i get off stage and people will be like great set and in my head i'm like you're just saying that dude you know yes. what I mean? I get yes. that all the time. So when I go to parties or anything else like that now, I kind of think that I'm already like an open book and I'm a little bit nervous what people know sometimes. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. But if I had to give some advice when I'm trying to overcome that stuff too, I just think about like just being in that moment. Because I, I so often get the feeling of like imposter syndrome and like, you know, you don't, if I go to a party where I don't really know anybody and I went with a friend, I'm always like walking there. I go, you shouldn't even be here. But you can just kind of put that out of your head yep. and just walk right up and like, don't be afraid to be embarrassed. I think is the biggest thing. Like, don't be afraid to look like an idiot because everybody yep. looks like idiots all the time. And it's not really your fault if you walk up and actively try to start a conversation and you're very like nice and it's not like anything's like any crazy specific topic, but you're just like, hey, how you doing? This is, this is fun, huh? And if they just look at you and go, yeah. There's, that's not your fault. So, like, don't yeah. feel bad about that. I think a lot of people that in L.A. especially, people mm -hmm. are fucking rude sometimes. Yes. And mm -hmm. they're, like, standoffish and it's, like, clicky when you go to parties. So you do encounter that where you say hello to someone and they're just like, oh, who the fuck are you? Mm -hmm. In the South, that would never happen because people are yeah. super friendly or at least if they don't like you, they'll be nice to your face. Yep. So you don't have to feel the firsthand embarrassment. Like, in front of them, you could wait till you get in the car later. But yeah. in L.A., it happens where you'll say something to somebody at a party and they just will not engage. Like, you know that they want nothing to do with you in yes. that moment. But that's important. What you said is you just have to, like, let that roll off. Like, who cares? Because yeah. there's probably, you know, 50% of the party is walking into this party being like, oh, I don't know. Oh, everybody feels the same way. Yeah. Everyone's nervous to be there, especially if it's, like, a high-profile type thing. Mm -hmm. Everyone's nervous. Everyone feels like they need to, like, uphold a certain image mm -hmm. or, like, look cool or blah, blah, blah. So I always vibe with, like, if somebody walks up to me and does that, I always, like, talk. I'm like, dude, thank God someone just is also oh, nervous to be here, but they're being, they're trying to open yeah. up or, like, find a friend. Me and you both. I yeah. love it. I love talking to people and meeting people. Me too. Places. I love it. I'll talk to, I'll meet, like, a friend on a train that's, like, a 15-minute train. I was just in New York City, and I was talking to everybody. Yeah. And everyone who I was there with was like, why you keep talking to people? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I just I want to know what their life is like. I'm just very curious. And... Oh, when I first moved to LA, I would mm -hmm. say hello to people in the street when I was on, mm -hmm. you know, walks in my neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. And people would look at me like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And I didn't know that was not something you do here. People don't people don't really get it. Yeah. And especially as comics, as people who want to be funny. Yeah. My defense mechanism is comedy, or like my my go-to for anything is to make a joke or blah blah blah. Right. And if somebody isn't like if that's not received well, right. or if that isn't I don't know, just received it, period. Then I'm then I immediately get uncomfortable or I hate them. Like I went to dinner last night and this our waitress walked up and she was very sweet and I made a joke and she just went, Yes. And she walked away and I went, 
No, that was fucking hilarious. I don't know why you didn't laugh at that. <laughs> Your tip just went down a little see, bit. <laughs> see, that's such a better attitude to have than like, oh my God, like why didn't she think I was funny? Mm-hmm. See, that's good. Mm-hmm. I, people can benefit from hearing that because 100%. I think you just got to walk into the party and be like, yes, I'm supposed to be here. Supposed it's, to be here. It's fine if they don't laugh at what I have to say. I'm funny. I know I'm funny. And that's that. That's that. You're I would making al- your own path. I would also say for a person who's like nervous to go to a party, I would say kind of like what's an easy way out of starting a conversation with someone is like. Irish to, goodbye. Well, no, to wear oh. to wear something. That oh, is like that's very that's a very intricate good one. or mm-hmm. has a cool story behind it. Like a talking piece. Yeah, like a talking yeah. piece or like, you know, a candy necklace. So where you like a stranger can come over <laughs> and like bite specific, it off. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like so I don't people know, just you can lick offer it up snacks. On your neck. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> or like, I don't know, like I used to carry around blow pops in my purse in college. That is a, a genius. If you just walked yeah. up and give me a blow pop, I'd be like, let's hang out all night. Yeah, How many you got? In right. There? So like I used to carry them around in my purse and I made so many friends that way in college. That's a, that's amazing. Yeah. I wonder how many of your friends right now are like, no, that's how we started. That was it. <laughs> Blue bow pop, blow pop. That was we great. Have to, like, ask. Oh, uh, I always I, start doing I, that. I would also carry salting crackers in my purse. Uh, and then like late night, like a person would be like super drunk and be like, oh, I don't feel good. I need something to eat. And I would like hand them saltines and they'd be like, oh, oh my God, thank you. Purses are such an advantage. I'm always jealous. Yeah. I don't get to carry one around. I only got these you know? basically two pockets. You can't really put stuff in the back pockets anymore. It's bad for your back. Gum. Gum. But even that's just like a lot to put yeah, in. Yeah, plus your ass smells like spearmint. You're like, dude, my butt cheek smells <laughs> it's, like it's better than butthole. Green. It's better than butthole. <laughs> it is better than butthole. I should just stick my gum in my ass <laughs> and just walk around with that. Oh my god. No, a purse is great. I started carrying around fanny packs lately a little bit. Yeah, once hell in yeah. a while. I'm a fan of Something the, the merce, the male purse. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I've been strapping the fanny pack like a crossway. Would that I be called that. a merce then? Yeah, yeah. I would call that a merce. Dang, I'm like so progressive. I didn't even know. That's You're sick. so progressive. I'm such a progressive merseman. Yeah. Or, but like, so if you go to a party and like wear something though with a cool story, mm-hmm. you know, like a jacket from like, you like your grandma from Zimbabwe made it or like yep. whatever. I don't know. I don't have a grandma from Zimbabwe, nor do I have like any clothes with cool. <laughs> I thought you had a grandma from but... Zimbabwe. That's why, I, that's what I thought I knew about you. <laughs> It's all a lie. Just the first thing that popped in my head. It's all a lie. You know, like, or like, because if you like wear something cool, like I like your bracelet. That's cool. Like, what what is that? This is a talking it, piece. Yeah, that looks like a horseshoe. It that. Is it a good it's, look? It's a Crucian hook. It's from St. Croix, and you can only get it in St. Croix. This lady named Sonia makes it. Shout out to Sonia. Whichever oh. camera's going Whoa, on. She's awesome. Um, but she handcrafts all these, and it's got little gold rings right here. And if you wear it out, it means your heart is open. If you wear it in, it means you're taken. So oh. I've had mine out for seven years. Oh my gosh. He's single. Seven years. Ladies listening. Just kidding. <laughs> You're a good catch. I, I Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I fucking know. No, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Let me sit a little taller. She doesn't think I'm short. Uh, this is actually a dating podcast. Is the it? The sole purpose of this is to find you a girlfriend. Leah Lamar used to do a date. You know Leah, right? Uh, yeah, of she course. She did a I dating do. podcast. Did you ever do her podcast? I did not. She would have you and one random person on, I, and then she would like try and like I, match you guys up. I think that's genius. Did anyone become a, in a relationship? I don't know if anybody it? got into a relationship. I went on a date with the girl afterwards, and we're still friends. I mean, she was very oh. sweet. Uh, and I mean, yeah, I, that, I don't know. I guess it could happen if you people are on dating apps all day long. I feel like that's a better way to meet someone in entertainment than a dating app, honestly. Oh, because I hate the apps. Yeah, I honestly like. They're so trash. I my boyfriend, I've been dating for two years, and I. Did you guys be on the app? No, 
Oh, oh, we met through mutual friends. Oh, we, see, that's the way. Yeah. That's the way because people know what you're looking for and vice versa, yeah. and they can help match you up a little bit. We were friends first. Oh, that's awesome. That's for, it. That is the best way to get into a relationship. Because yeah. when you know about each other a lot, then the second you start dating, it's like you already have this catalog. So it's like you've you started yeah. dating when that whole thing happened, mm-hmm. like when you guys first met. So you don't have to do all the bullshit of being like, oh, do you, do you care? Blah, blah. It's like, no, you guys are already comfortable enough yeah. to be in that spot. He and already, now you just gotta fall in love. Yeah, he already knew all the fucked up shit about me. <laughs> this is great. When did you guys start dating? In July of 2020. <clears throat> oh, okay. Some pandemic lovers. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, some pandemic lovers. Yeah. Los Angeles, I gotta say, is, must be the hardest place to date in the country. I don't. I mean, I, I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think <clears throat> that Los Angeles is definitely the hardest place to date in the country because think everyone absolutely. thinks the grass is greener. Yes. Everyone's looking for the next best thing. Yep. Everyone's hot here. So you look to your left and to your right. There's somebody sliding and then you look in. in the mirror and you go, you piece of shit. <laughs> you look like shit. Yeah, but like it's so easy. You just like have people sliding in your DMs all the time. And mm-hmm. it's like nobody has values or morals here. My boyfriend's from Texas. So mm-hmm. we have the same values and morals. That's and like great. we align in that way. Yeah. I, f- I do feel like super lucky that I've found like someone that has the values mm. that he has. I know it's like I'm really happy great. For you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. You That's know, so it's so nice. It is nice. I do have like a lot of single girl listeners. When you go hey, to ladies, a, how are you? <laughs> when you go out to a bar, yeah, and you're. Because I, I assume that that's where a single guy like yourself would meet somebody. Yeah, at times, yeah. Okay, so if you go to a bar uh-huh. and you are trying, I don't know if you would call it like searching for. If you're with your friends at a bar, uh-huh. what are like green flags? That oh, you okay. see in women that you're like, oh, yeah, I want to go talk to that girl. I thought you were going to ask me how I approach a woman because of or how, I, I mean, yeah, well, how, how I do that is I just I just sit and I <laughs> pretend like I do not see her. I'm like, oh, God, she's so hot. I can't look over there. I can't do it. Everything's so subjective. For me, I suppose a green flag would just be somebody who looks like they're genu- generally enjoying themselves, you know? Because they're not yes. going to approach somebody who's sitting there looking like, I can't believe I'm out right now. Because first of all, that person doesn't want to talk or they just maybe that's just their face. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> But I would rather That's... approach somebody who looks, who's having a conversation and laughing or is ha- looks like they're having a good time. I mean, also you have to like, for the most part, I don't really approach many women at bars. Like, well, once in a while, I guess I, I'm probably fully lying. If I have a few couple of drinks, I'm like, let's talk to everyone. <laughs> but like a girl has to like open the door a little bit. So there has to be like the eye engagement, like where you do this and you look over, then she looks at you. Okay. And that's like, and the door has not been opened, you know? Okay. I don't think you can just walk up to a girl and be like, excuse me. I saw <laughs> you. I was staring at you from behind this bush over here in the corner. And I wanted to have a conversation <laughs> with you. Uh, no, you can't do that. The door has to be, the eye door has to be opened up, you know? You know, do you think that because of, like, the Me Too movement and all that kind of shit, mm-hmm. do you think that has scared men away from wanting to approach women randomly? Oh, it's such a hard question to answer because, like, truthfully, I would say yes. Yeah. But as cancel I would say, no, I think everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're nervous. You just, as a guy, you kind of get nervous. You don't want to offend somebody. and like, right. But then there's also... There's, I don't know, there's such a weird push and pull with it because people want to be, like, teasing is obviously quite fun. I mean, I like to be teased by, like, somebody I'm, like, you know, seeing. It's, like, that's playful banter. Yeah, the basis of my relationship with my boyfriend is us just making fun of each other. Exactly. There's, like, something beautiful about that. But then, like, people now, you know, it's people can take it too far. And as a comedian, once again, all I do is goof around. Like, obviously, right. I'm, a ser- I'm very, can be very serious. I can right. be very... Heartfelt, emotional, I can get into a, like a deep conversation all the time. But I also like to keep things light because the world's 
pretty damn dark sometimes. So <laughs> yeah. I like to goof off and like make yeah. people laugh and maybe sometimes a little bit too much. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think times. it's no, it's never too much. Yeah, I agree. It's necessary. I, th- I think it's definitely necessary. I do think you need to be able to turn it off and like, you know, jump into those serious moments of or course. like you know, you... if somebody's like, My car's broken, I'm on the highway and I'm walking and I don't know where I'm you're like you're like, Well, why don't you try and hitch? Like, I don't know. You gotta like <laughs> you gotta be serious in those kind of things. Right. Obviously. Well that's just like knowing social cues, which knowing you're... social cues, yeah. yeah. I guess I got that part. You you got that part, yeah. But yeah, that's that's probably one of the green flags. It's hard to really see like green flags when you are d- not having a conversation. I yeah. think you know. So if you just see somebody across the bar and they're like, "Well, I like the way that she put her hand on that napkin," <laughs> like, "Ooh, green flag, baby, yeah, baby, what's up? <laughs> Why don't you write your number on that thing?" Huh? <laughs> you want to know a little trick that I probably shouldn't let it out because it's it's a move no, that I do at the do bar. No, do tell. We love we love secrets on this podcast. I've done this like three or four times, which I find hilarious. And this is also here's a gr- here's a good barometer of green flag, red flag. If the person doesn't like this or they don't laugh, then I'm out. But so this, I probably did this like eight months ago, actually, like most yeah. recently. And I was at a bar and there's these two cute girls sitting at a table across from us. And my roommate and I were sitting there and I go, watch this. I know I have the perfect opener. And so I called the waiter over and I'm like, do you guys, uh, you guys have milk? And he goes, he's like, dude, maybe. He's like, I don't know, man. What, why? What kind of drink do you want to make? <laughs> and I went, no, no, not a drink. I just want you to go give those girls two shots of milk. <laughs> and he was like. Oh, we have milk. And he, like, he lost it. He's like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so he's brought these two girls, two shots of milk. And he goes, uh, from the gentleman across the bar. <laughs> and like, they like looked over and I just went, see how <laughs> And he just got to make it look like he just gave them a martini. Oh, like, my God. How are you, ladies? And like, and Incredible. if they laugh, clearly it's like, it's you know, that's the invite to go over there and have right. a conversation. If they're like, why don't you guys give us fucking milk? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, totally. well, you don't deserve me anyway. <laughs> I take that milk back. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. It's just like it's just such a bizarre, weird thing to do that that's it always opens up a so conversation. St- and you end up hanging out. I see. I love that. I think that's it's funny, right? Yeah. yeah. So did you end up? Having- we talked. We talked. My roommate ended up getting one of the girls' numbers, and they went on a couple dates. That's great. Beautiful, right? That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to a bar recently. Well, a restaurant that had a bar, uh-huh. and we were waiting for our table. I was with one girlfriend. And we sat at the bar together to have a drink while we were waiting on our table. And there was a man there who struck up a conversation with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was sitting beside her. And she ended up going on a date with him. And I think it's because he was just genuinely so nice. Yeah. Like, he was not creepy at all in the way that he was trying to pick her up. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I was, like, sitting on the other side of her just kind of, like, observing. Like, yeah. just third wheel. Just You're like, just, like, just like, all right, guess I'll go fuck myself now. Like, I had no <laughs> one to talk to. She's her back, too, and you're like, I'll yeah. just eat alone. That's fine. No, that's <laughs> yeah, no worries. Like, yeah. Okay, but I loved it because she's been single for a long time, so I was, like, really happy Great. for her and excited awesome. for her. So I was like, yes. I was, Are like, they still together? Down. Uh, she's been on, like, five dates with him. Oh, this is, like, a recent thing? Yeah, it was recent. It was probably, like a, like, a month or two ago. Good for that guy. Yeah, but that's the, a scary thing to do sometimes. Yeah. But he was eating alone. And I it it was scary because the two of us were together. And, like, she had her back to him. And he just kind of, like, with such confidence, like, leaned over and was like, hey, ladies, how are you guys doing? Like, just totally normal conversation. Killer. Just had no reservations about it. Yep. He didn't say anything weird. He didn't send us shots of milk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he was too close. He was if he sent shots of milk, yeah, no, it was far too you're close. Right, you're right. You'd be across the bar. Yeah. Come on, let's get that. But straight. he he was literally sitting like directly beside us. But you never expect to like sit directly beside someone. Yeah. Who you know what I mean? Who like it happens to like be a little bit of a match of some sort. Right. Yeah. And you know what he probably did? He probably was like, hey, even if these girls don't want to talk, I'll at least say hi. Live in that moment. Go it, for it. Not I, feel embarrassed yeah, that they you, said you no. You know what? There was no desperation <clears throat> yeah. on him at all. Like, yeah. it, he did have that kind of like, 
nonchalant attitude of like a little right. swagger, a little it, careless yeah, swagger. Yeah, it was, huh? it was, yeah. it was. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's like that's what you got to do sometimes, but you do yeah. have to be prepared. Here's the one. Here's one of the things about LA dating that specifically sucks. I'd say for men is that you know you go up and you you see a girl like that girl's really cute. I'm gonna go say hi to her. And you walk up, and not knowing that this girl's already been approached by, I mean, you probably can attest to this, by like five dudes that day. Because I'm so beautiful. You're a beautiful <laughs> woman. You are. And you wear pink, purple blouses. So like, <laughs> so if a guy walks up to you, and he's like, people would have sent all this bullshit to you all day. And then a nice guy finally walks up, he's like, hey, how's your day going? And you go, why don't you go ahead and fuck off? And like, I've had girls like say it, like not like fuck off, but like I've had girls immediately uh, be like, no. I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's like, no, it's fine. Okay, see. And they just turn. That's, and you're like, and that takes uh, a hit on your ego. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so then, then you do want to walk up there and be like, hey, bitch. Like, you know what I mean? And just actually be a little bit more aggressive like most of the dudes in yeah. LA are. But no, you got to hold you gotta hold that together is and be like, That is so rude. I think there is a nice way to tell someone that you're not interested in having a conversation sure. with them yeah. without being like, ew, no. Or like, not today. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm, Or just more, it's more usually like this. You're like, hey, how are you? And they go, I'm good. I'm good. And they just turn their back too. And you're like, all right, well. What, how, how would you feel, like, what is a way that you could tell girls to respond to men that they don't want to talk to? Like, if a man mm. approaches you at a bar yeah. and you don't want to talk to him, like, what are, what are you supposed to say? I would just be respectful. I would just say something like, hey, sorry, I'm just here with my friends tonight. We're going dancing. Or just, like, say, I don't know, just say anything. I don't know. You just, I mean, if you get, sorry, it's been such a long day. I don't want to be rude. I mean, it's also probably annoying to do that over and over again. So at yeah. some point, you do just want to turn your back to them and just, like, listen, I'm not offended by it. Like, I'm, you know, yeah. in the moment, you're like, well, took a little ego hit. All you yeah. got to do is walk away and go chat with somebody else or whatever. So it's not <laughs> like it's that big of a deal. There should be, like, a like an app, like well, Uber. You can just do, like, no conversation. It, you can well, just turn I mean, off. and a lot of times, like, the boyfriend card doesn't work because I've had mm. a guy approach me before, and I've been like, I'm so sorry, like, I have a boyfriend, thinking that I was, like, being nice before he, like, you know, bought a yeah. drink or whatever he was going to do. And he got so pissed off and was like, <laughs> I wasn't trying to hit on you. And I was like, whoa, okay, well, right. That guy just sucks. That guy, so, like, that, that can hurt. happen, too. Yeah, it's, at the end of the day, it's not really either person's fault, right? It's like you're yeah. out there to hang out. Maybe you're not interested in this guy, or you really aren't, like, wanting to talk to people that night. Yeah. This guy walked up. It's like nobody, you're not required to have a conversation. So right. anybody can say anything at the end of the day. Be like, hey, sorry, I'm just not in the mood or whatever. You don't think you really, I don't yeah. think you really need to have, like, something planned out. Just be honest. Sorry, man, I'm just hanging out. Sorry, yeah. dude. I hate. I fucking hate everything you're wearing. I don't like anything <laughs> the, about you yet. So. Do you slide into girls' DMs ever? Uh, yeah, I have. You know, it's like, I think it's just a rite of passage <laughs> in this in these this day and age. I don't do it a ton, and I never really slide in there and be like, "Nice tits." Like I always like try to say <laughs> something like. I got a couple buddies who like. I'm just like, dude, you cannot talk to people like that. It's crazy to me, because I would never just jump into someone's DMs and like say something super. I don't know, offensive or, like, too forward. I just go in there and I'm like, I like that picture of your dog. <laughs> or something. Just like, or, no, usually you use the stories. The stories are the way to go. Yeah. Reply to a story. And if, if they reply back, then you can start a conversation. And if not, don't harp on it. Yeah. Hey, bitch, I talked to you. <laughs> hey, hey, answer me for, like, three weeks. Um, A-Rod slid into my friend's DM. I've heard he's he all, gets around town, I've heard. All he said was, hey. That's sick, huh? I, that's not sick. That's no effort. She didn't respond because she should have like, said, "Hey, Rod, that'd been sick." <laughs> hey, Rod. I'll tell her. She didn't respond because she's like, "I'm." That's she didn't sick. respond. No, because she's she was pissed off. She's like, "Hey, that's no effort." 
We already know everything about him. Was he going to be like, hey, I play baseball? And they're like, I knew that, A-Rod. I freaking knew that, man. <laughs> hey, I'm A-Rod. I'm uh, a baseball player. Okay. I think you got it. Like, no matter who you are, I think you got to put a little more effort in. I was just teasing. I agree with that. Hey. Yeah. I know. Every, but you know what's so funny, too, is like every girl on the dating app is like, say some, don't just say hi. Say something real. And then you're like, all right, now I, gotta, I got five photos to choose from, three like prompts, and I got to go in there and figure out something like, Oh, unique yeah. to say oh yeah are is that the what's that one called hinge there's yeah hinge is one of them and that's yeah. the one where you like fill out it asks you questions and you fill out the prompts mm -hmm. and now they have like voice memos on there it is i mean i'm not even get i'm not even getting on these apps anymore dude i like signed back on one day and i was it was like things that annoy me it's like you know when bacon's cooking in a frying pan? I was like, no, I'm out. I can't. This, I got to delete the app again. I can't be on this shit. It's so. Some of them say like, <laughs> dude. Some of them will oh say God. how you pronounce my name, and you click it, and she's like, Sarah. And I'm like, why would you choose that prompt? <laughs> Clearly, your name is Sarah. It's S A R A. Why would you think oh that no God. someone didn't know how to spell? What if you like went met someone named Sarah, and she's like, it's actually Sarah. It's Sarah, and it's spelled <laughs> with a J, and you're like, fucking hell, man. <laughs> But people, if there's a J on the name, then okay, that makes more sense. But right? just S A R A, you're like, oh, people are so insane. Like Lynn, L Y N. Like it's actually lion, <laughs> like the animal. <laughs> no, they're That's, brutal. These dating apps are absolutely brutal. You can't. I don't think anything brutal. really. The thing about dating apps, why did you watch that Netflix documentary, The uh, Social Dilemma? No. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, highly recommend it. Okay. It. It's all about social media. Um, how connected we are as a world now, which yeah, obviously has benefits, course. but then there's so many disadvantages where, you know, they kind of speak about like, you know, back when we were like in tribes and stuff, you would marry within your tribe, you would do all these different things within your tribe, you had a smaller community. Now with this massive pool, especially for dating, it's like there's always something else, or there's this is that and blah, blah, blah. So like when I was on the dating apps, like when I was deep into it back in the day of like having three or four on my phone and just like going through different oh apps and stuff. I'll be on a date, and like one time the girl went to the bathroom, and I just instinctively pulled my phone out without even thinking, and started going on the dating apps. And I was swiping, and I go, "What am I doing right now?" Oh my god! I feel like such a piece of shit. And she came back, and I just didn't stop. No, I'm kidding, I stopped. <laughs> but like, just like just sitting there, being like, "Wow, like I can't believe I'm doing this on a date right now." Like, you're just your mind is just but I don't I'm... know, just always. It's never. It's not really about dating. It's more about like just. Getting, it's kind of like social media likes, just getting a match. And you're like, yeah, that felt good. I got a match. Yeah. That felt cool. And like, it doesn't really make a difference. You're not going to, you're just going on these dates and you're not giving them enough time to develop into something real. Right. My one friend who was going through a breakup was railing off on these dates. And I go, man, if you're going on four or five nights, four or five nights a week, you're going on dates with different people. How do you ever expect any of those to, I, to turn into anything? How do you, how do you even have, have a conversation? How do you have time for that? I know. How do you have the money? Golly, uh, you, you go to McDonald's every night? Seriously, jeez. Shoot, dude. A date in LA is $200. I mean, but at it, least. Yeah, at least. Mm -hmm. uh, at least you had the wherewithal to, yeah. you know, know, like, this is kind of fucked up. Yeah. It's like instant gratification. It is. It's total instant gratification. And it, I mean, I can't imagine being on dating apps ever again. I just, no, it makes, just made me want absolutely the worst. pull my hair out. I have a guy friend who, he just went through a breakup as well. Mm -hmm. The girl, I don't really know what happened. It was, like, super dramatic. But she told him, she was like, you know, he wasn't, he makes a decent amount of money now. But when they first started dating, mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like one of those situations where, like, he really was, like, struggling. Mm -hmm. And she was upset 
that he wasn't like taking her on like these fancy mm. dates. Mm. And she was mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. my friends are getting like flown to like this town and that town and their boyfriends Mm -hmm. take them on vacations like why don't you take me on vacation and you know he's like a struggling artist so then he ended up like in their relationship getting like a big paying job like he finally like made it he's an actor uh yeah so go dude yeah let's go makes me feel so happy right but then you know it ended up being like a toxic situation they broke up Mm -hmm. anyways I remember saying to him when he told me that story about how she demanded to know why he wasn't taking her on vacations, I was like, yo, this girl does not love you for you. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. But that's, I mean, do you experience girls like that in L.A.? Yeah. That yeah. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. It's like, it's like well, you're, you're this girl, your friend's girlfriend, like, seeing that, they kind of like, I don't know. I, how do you even really explain this? I mean, I've definitely had my fair share of that. And as a, as an artist myself, it's like, yeah. listen, like the basis is the relationship, is the connection. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's what stuff should be built out of. That's that's the flower pot and the flowers should grow out of that. But people see all these other things happening and then they get a little jealous or wonder why or wonder when or wonder if. So I can see somebody being a little bit upset about that, but to to really make it like, you know, a massively fueled part of the relationship just to be upset about that at all times, yeah. that's not healthy. That's not good. No, not at all. No. And I always say, like, you should, with the person you're with, you should be able to have fun in a cardboard box. Yes, I agree with that. And if you can't experience joy while you're at the grocery store together, then what are you doing together? 100%. I see those couples. Yeah. And it's probably, it sounds like it's you now. Yeah. But I'll see the couples and you go, wow, they are like... <laughs> I was just having this conversation with somebody like two days ago and just seeing a couple out and you go, wow, they actually like are a perfect match, which is so kind of bizarre to see. Like when you see a couple who's like a good couple, you're like, oh, that's great. But then you see couples who are laughing at the grocery store or having fun in a car in traffic and you're like, (laughs) how the hell are you doing that? It's awesome. Yeah. You found that person who really compliments who you are and it makes everything else better. I think it was because we were friends first. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. And also I like... It was, I didn't expect to, like, be in a relationship with him. I don't think he expected to be in a relationship with me either. Mm-hmm. He actually gave me uh, advice on the person I dated before. It's <laughs> badass. I would, like, text him and be, like, be like, hey, what do I wrong say? Advice. I would be like, like hey, what do I say? Up. No, he literally did. He gave me terrible advice. Oh, did he on purpose? Oh, I don't know if it was on purpose. I think he was just That's like, awesome. whoa, this bitch is texting me, like, you know, novel-length text. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell her, yeah, like, do whatever. Yeah. yeah, I asked. I was like, should I write this guy, like, this long email? Like, can you, like... Email? Oh, How yeah. long ago was this? 2002? Oh, no. It was, like, years ago. But so he did. He was like, yes, yeah, send the email. Send the email. I shouldn't have sent the email. <laughs> he was just he was just playing his cards. He was the email was cringe. <laughs> <laughs> How long was it? 13 paragraphs. Oh, Ren, what are you doing? I bet on, like... Seven dates with this guy. And you sent him 13. That's him more paragraphs 13, than dates. Oh, yeah. But he, like, that's what I'm Good saying. Like, you. he literally, like, knew how much of a psychopath I was before <laughs> he got into this. So yeah. now when, like, he does something to piss me off and he gets a 13-paragraph email, I'm like, you knew what you signed yeah, up you for. you knew what's up. <laughs> yeah, you're not hiding anything anymore at that point. No, you guys know each other front and back. And it's yeah. cool when you're friends because you're not as... Concerned about being embarrassed, right? Yes. You're not trying to impress this person in a romantic level. It's just about being friends. And you're like, you can laugh at bullshit. So now when you guys get together, you guys know each other's secrets. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Too many. (laughs) 
Yep, that's that's the good way to do it. And you want that to always happen, you know? Yeah, but then there's like the downside of that where he's like, hey, remember when you wrote that 13-paragraph email to that person you didn't even know that well? And I'm like, why don't you fuck off? <laughs> Gosh, I haven't got a, like a romantic email in some time. I send, oh my God, my go-to is sending emails. Really? You piss me off, you're getting a motherfucking email. <laughs> you have to like... I'm in love with you, you're getting an email. I'm passionate oh, about so something funny. you said, you're getting an email. You're like, hey, you text them like, what's your email? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, no. Okay, I think it's because I'm not good at arguing mm-hmm. um, in person. Yeah. Because it takes me a while to get my thoughts together. Yeah. So if I'm in an argument, like, my boyfriend's very confrontational. And he, you know, he when we're, like, in an argument, nice. he can, right. like, like, he should have been a lawyer because he's so good at just, like, Yeah, he has the facts point. on deck, huh? He has the facts yep. on deck. And Hate I'm just it. like, oh, I don't even know what to say. Mm-hmm. So then I have to, like, co- collect my thoughts later and then, like, type my little email and then, like, he, you know, whatever person I'm in an argument with, like, not always him, but, like, everyone in my family is, like, really good at arguing. And I'm just like, ah, I don't, like, I like the, the peace. Like, let's yeah. keep the peace. I'm the same way. I'm yeah. so bad at, like, the in-the-moment yeah. arguments, which I, is so di- – like, stand-up, I'm, like, I'm on the beat. Like, yeah, same with me. If I'm somebody so throws quick. something out in the audience, yes. you're going down. I'll take you yeah, down right now. Exactly. But a one-on-one conversation, like an oh, argument with yeah. somebody I care about and a situation that oh, I'm passionate about. Terrible. Everything that I know just turns into clouds, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And everything's just gone. Yeah. I have no idea. And I leave there. You know, that's it's called ghost in the stairwell where you walk away and then you're like walking. You're supposed to be like walking on the steps and you go, oh, shit, I should have said this. And I had that thought. So I immediately type I, everything on my phone, too. Yeah. I have so never I have, I have never left an argument and not thought to myself, should have said that. Oh, yeah. Oh, every time I leave. Every time. That's why. Isn't it crazy being being a lawyer? You're now controlling like the destiny or the fate of somebody. So if you walk out there, you're like, ah, shit, I forgot this thing. And he's like, well, I'll be seeing 25 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, you forgot about yeah, that. That sucks. Just not a skill I have to Mm-mm. argue well. So I'm a bad arguer. Yeah, very bad arguer. So I have to like go and like write my thoughts out. Now, writing, mm-hmm. very skilled at writing. Sure, yeah. Same. I have a degree in writing. I like, I've just always been a naturally good writer. Mm-hmm. And I write, I've always journaled since the time I was a kid. So I just write down all my feelings and, you know, put it in a tangible something so people can read it. And Such then a I better idea. It. And it's a, it's less confrontational. Yeah. And I think it almost, like, means more because you can somebody can sit there and reread the parts and they're like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, good and, point. you know, I'm oh. also, like, deeply afraid that I'm going to say something to hurt someone's feelings and not be able to take it back. Like, it's going to cut too deep mm-hmm. to where you you can't go back on it and mm-hmm. it's going to be something that they think about every time they look at you yep. so like in when, if you write an email to express your feelings you can say like hey like this is what i don't like what's happening but like here's like a good thing that you do also yeah so i always like if i ever like i never nice. would send an email to someone and be like i hate you like this is what you're doing wrong never because that like if anyone were to read an email about all the things they're doing wrong like why would they want to make a change yeah so i have to follow everything where i'm like hey like i don't like this like this needs to change but like also like here's something really good and positive about something Aww. you did such a good but- person <laughs> that's so sweet that's, so nice. that's such a nice thing to do like that's also it's you're right it's very effective to do it that way when all the rallies were happening at the beginning of yeah. like the pandemic I was at a lot of the rallies. I was marching a lot. And then, you know, obviously emotions are heightened on both sides of the fence. And I had a couple people who just were DMing me and, like, saying all this shit, like, an- like anti-rallies. Uh, but also they're watching different parts <sighs> of the news and, like, being like, it's all people who are, like, trying to, you know, steal and rob and loot and blah, blah. And one guy, like, really came down on me. And I sat there and I was like, this 
piece of shit. And I was getting so mad. I'm like, I was just out there getting tear gassed. I was super angry. Oh my God. And I started writing like a long thing back, to like, fuck you and like all this stuff. And I stopped and I went, why would I do this? It's just going to continue this whole argument on. So I dialed it back. I deleted all that. And I just wrote out a whole long thing about how I felt and what I was doing it for and painted some pictures and some points. And oh, I take that back. We did go back and forth for a few comments. <laughs> I forgot. We did because I was so in the moment. I was so heated up. And then I started writing more. It's easier I, to do that with a stranger, though. It is. It is. It is. And I think it was like somebody who followed me because they liked my stand-up. And then we started getting into this argument. And then I could see. I was like, why am I doing this? I'm just volleying back and forth with this guy. I'm not going to change my opinion. He's not going to change yeah. his. So then I went and like I wrote something out more heartfelt. And then he just didn't respond. And I go... Great. I mean, he's just going to unfollow me. It's, nothing happened. And then the next day, he wrote me back a long message and went, wow, I, re- I, I read your point. And I thought about it all night, and it makes a lot of sense. And I really appreciate And it was very nice. And I That's, changed some dude's mind. Honestly, I love to hear that. Yeah. Because I am a huge proponent of I think that you can have different beliefs and be friends mm-hmm. with people. Like, I think totally. the worst kind of people are like, well, I can't be friends with you because you voted for this person. Mm-hmm. Or I can't be friends with you because you have these beliefs. Like, I think that's asinine. Yeah. Because I learn so much from people who don't believe the same things I believe. Yeah. Well, I, I completely agree. Once again, I, I would recommend going and watching this uh, Social Dilemma on Netflix because it's all about that as well. Right, How, like, all we're it. doing is, like, just because you, all you do is go and you Google what you want to hear. And then you, then you get people who are like, yeah, yeah, that's correct. And, like, we're in your camp. And you go further and further and further that we're no longer, it's not for the good of everyone. It's yeah. for, like, I want to be right and I want to be right. And I believe it because I can read it here and you can read it there. That's why, like, Fox and CNN are, like, if you watch only one... Yeah. Then you're only going to get that side of the information. And they're, I mean, everything is just so biased anymore. Everything feels so, so dark in this world these days. Yeah. And maybe it's just because we're getting older. And now we're realizing and paying attention. I think it's part of that and part of we just live in a dark world. We just live in some dark times. It's, it's ooh, quite that dark. Was a, ooh, that's a really good Batman voice. I know. Swear to me. All right. We have to wrap it up only because there's somebody um, else out here coming in to record. Um, You're I'll doing a different podcast after this? No, uh, it's a, somebody else. I was about to be super heated. No, no, I'm, like, no. I'm your friggin' warm-up, man. No. I'm your friggin' warm-up no, pod? It's somebody, no, it's somebody else who records here. Okay, but cool. I would love to have you back on the pod. I'll do it anytime. This is just a fun little friendly chat. I haven't seen you in forever. It was, I know, re- it was, it was really great to see you, and this was chat. really fun. Yeah, yeah, it was so fun. Thanks for coming You're on. the best. Thanks for having me on. Enlighten me. I be a boss, I got the sauce, no point in fighting me Demons leave them torch, I run my kingdom, call me sire We never taking L's, only lessons No, we never counting fails, only blessings Never stressing I said enlighten me Bitch, I be a boss, I got the sauce, no point in fighting me Gang, they hyping me, rightfully I am stable, I am able, I am wealthy Full of health, on the rise I got the belt, you got a problem? Check yourself